आई वी एम Well, I promised you the Indrasani judgment with plenty of cream. Seriously, but first, barriers. What does that mean? We've been looking at the UPSC exams as a sort of an indication, but what about even getting to the exam? Our first story today is about a man who cleared the exam while he was in jail. A UPSC aspirant cracked the exam while serving his sentence. But hold on, why was he in jail in the first place? Hello and welcome to the show the longest constitution and we are looking at contestations over work why public sector jobs are so fiercely contested even though there's just a fraction of jobs available and before we get to the indrasani judgment which is what we're looking at today we will look at the visible and invisible barriers to work shaped by overlapping factors of gender and caste and race and this podcast is not structured around an academic understanding and we are essentially looking at institutional prejudices why are institutions that's uh, universities interview boards the judiciary are tilted towards favoring the already powerful mm, men so called upper castes class and the able body but before we get there Let's get going about the Mandal Commission which we saw in the previous episode which recommended reservations for the OBCs on the basis of caste and that's by the way just one way of recognizing barriers to work and the protests too against the government's decision to implement Mandal was that these relied primarily on caste Rajiv Goswami and hundreds of other students felt that this violated their right to equality equality All men are created equal. Yeah, that sounds good. But even after a group of white men in powdered wigs, breeches and frocked coats proclaimed this in 1787 and drafted America's constitution, they carried on. They carried on with the inhuman practice of buying, selling other humans with consummate ease. I'm talking about the founding fathers of the USA and slavery. The first president of the United States George Washington was a slave owner. So much for liberty, equality and fraternity. Yeah, all men are created equal, but are they treated equally? And eventually, all constitutions are affirmations of the powerful. And that's where that's where affirmative policy, affirmative action steps in. So what is affirmative action? It's the state's active policy which tries to fix past injustices, oppression and slavery and exclusion. by giving state benefits state benefits like jobs and access to education in schools and universities and with that we get back to the upsc aspirant who cleared the exam from jail now hold on before you start admiring this fellow listen to his story what was he doing in jail this young ambitious man while he was clearing for the upsc exams was also a tutor in chemistry to a girl sushmita whose name has been changed but this man who wanted to take part in running the country also drugged sushmita forced her to have sex with him and when he wanted a favor with a third person compelled her to have sex with him too sushmita committed suicide and in her suicide note held that this horrid man was responsible for her emotional trauma and sexual abuse he was convicted for rape as well as abetment to suicide and that's why he was in jail but usne suicide kiya to kya we still want to crack the upsc don't we and with that we go back to the indrasani case where the question was 
do these reservations actually correct past injustices to the historically subordinated which could mean anything how does one measure past injustices how does one measure disability how does one measure disadvantage how does one measure the immeasurable both the kalelkar and the mandal commission connected the dots between education social and economic backwardness and stated that caste was in fact a determinant in access to education dignity and status but the point was that while our constitution specifically identifies the sc and st as a separate category the term other backward classes was not clearly identified backward classes yes socially and educationally backward classes yes but other backward classes no the khelanji massacre of 2006 which we talked about in the previous episode the guilty were obcs wealthier land owning obcs and within the obcs itself there are wide disparities the landed and landless the powerful and the powerless the educated and not so educated so that was the question that indra sani asked in a pil the question was about one wide category achieving that objective of social justice whether the reservation policy for obcs violated the principle of equality if caste was a reliable factor of backwardness and finally if efficiency of administration would be at risk and this was a nine judge bench which considered these crucial questions and in the usa following the recognition that slavery had set the black back for generations universities had reservations for racial minorities and in one case where a white man felt that he was being discriminated against because of reserve seats in a great moment of affirmative policy justice douglas of the usa said he said that a test or an entrance exam is really no indication or assessment of a candidate and that one has to recognize and here i quote him the barriers one has to overcome to arrive the barriers to even give the test to be considered so barriers visible or invisible matter so in indra sani versus union of india 1993 the supreme court of india upheld the 27% reservation policy for the obcs and said yeah go ahead but it also introduced the idea of creamy layer recognizing the diversity amongst them that even though groups of people have been discriminated against and reservations must be for groups of people within that group there may be people who are better off and don't need that reservation so the court basically said yes to reservations but exclude those who aren't really backward by using an economic criteria so those who are no longer backward in that sense cannot claim reservations so if you're forward you cannot be backward but very interestingly the judgment drew upon america's affirmative policy and in turn india's reservation policy and the creamy layer idea has in fact been upheld globally as an instance of correcting past injustices so you know what it's not just ideas of instagram reels that people copy constitutional ideas as well constitutions borrow from each other and that's totally okay indrasani judgment is important for many reasons apart from upholding the 27% reservation the court also limited reservations to certain super speciality positions such as medicine aviation and defense holding on to the idea that quotas and efficiency don't match up or that the general category is more efficient than those for whom seats are reserved so many ideas ability disability 
talent, merit and competence. And with that, we go back to the man in jail who drugged, raped and pimped a woman and pushed her to commit suicide. When this convict cleared the UPSC, he appealed to the High Court. And this is what the court said. There is no evidence to substantiate this allegation that the woman actually had sex with a third person. And that since she was 21, she kind of knew and actually gave her consent. So it actually wasn't rape. So this man was acquitted because he had redeemed himself for qualifying for this wonderful job. So watch out! For the IS officer Ashok Rai, who demonstrated his skills as a tutor and today has Sarkari power multiplied into that. So as we wrap up today's show, the takeaway is that structural inequalities often remain invisible and the barriers to work are often a creepy tutor who ought to be in jail and stay there but isn't. In the next episode, we will unpack disability more carefully and look at what competence and ability assume. More people and more struggles in the next episode. And this is a long journey and thank you for listening in. Did you like the show? Don't forget to share it with your friends. Till the next episode of The Longest Constitution, this is me, Priya Mirza, signing out.